Okay, let's go ahead and take a look at the case of the week for this week. And in this situation, unfortunately, we have a patient who came in with uh, an implant in the area of tooth number 30. And as you can see here, the implant was placed very well. And the patient had a stock healing abutment with a cementable crown. And in this situation, unfortunately, it seems that there was some cement extrusion, and that's probably why this uh, implant ended up having so much bone loss. And as you can see in this picture, there is the ring of cement that you can see at the junction of the stock healing abutment and the final restoration. So uh, the procedure was pretty straightforward for me. I had to go in and actually remove the implant and provide the patient with a little bit of bone graft in the area. Once the implant was removed, I moved forward with the bone graft. I went ahead and opened a flap, uh, placed uh, bone graft material in this situation, again, uh, some BioOS, and let the patient heal for about four months. So uh, at the four-month period, as you can see the, the progression of the healing, I brought the patient back in for uh, the implant placement visit. A uh, flap was created in the, in the site, and you can see that the bone had healed and the patient could receive a new implant. So I went ahead and moved forward with creating my uh, osteotomy for this implant. The implant that I am replacing the previous implant with is, uh, is the Han implant. Uh, utilizing a cone beam CT scan, I was able to measure the exact size of the implant that I wanted to utilize. So I'll make my initial osteotomy and I'll use my parallel pins to make sure that I'm in the right direction and the right angulation. And once that's confirmed with the radiograph, I'll go ahead and finish creating my osteotomy completely with different size osteotomy drills moving up in size, essentially. And once the osteotomy is fully created, you can appreciate uh, the occlusal view of the osteotomy. I'll go ahead and place the implant. So the implant is placed. And usually I like to look for a higher torque value uh, to determine the stability of the implant. The implant is in place. I'll go ahead and place a healing abutment. And then I will suture the tissue around the implant and the, and the healing abutment. And uh, again, essentially, I'll go through a period and I'll wait about three to four months before bringing the patient back in for a final impression. So uh, two interrupted sutures are in place and I'll go ahead and try to create primary closure as best as I can in this situation to help with the healing. And again, a series of uh, occlusal pictures shows you the healing process over time. And once the implant has gone through a period of osteointegration, I'll bring the patient back and remove the healing cap or healing abutment and I'll seat the impression coping. And again, at this stage, I'll have my assistant take a radiograph to confirm that the impression coping is seated properly, and hopefully it is, and I'll go ahead and move forward with the final impression. Usually, I like to utilize a medium body polyvinyl siloxane material and then pick that up with a heavy body. The reason I don't like to use light body, again, is because of the movement of the uh, impression coping and the implant analog within the impression. So I want to make sure that I have a more solid material, stronger material, to hold on to the impression coping. So once I send that to uh, the laboratory, in this situation, I prescribed a Bruxer anterior, actually. So this material is the Bruxer anterior block, uh, and it was milled right here at Glidewell Dental Laboratories. And it is strong enough for a posterior uh, restoration. 
with the flexural strength of between 650 to 800 megapascals. So I was comfortable creating a, uh, fabricating a final crown with the material, and I went ahead and torqued the restoration into place and place Teflon and composite. And I'll go ahead and check the occlusion and make sure that I have the crown out of occlusion slightly. So there you can appreciate the occlusal and buckle view of the restoration and the final radiograph of the implant in place. I hope you enjoyed the uh, case of the week this week. If you'd like more information on the Han implant, please visit our website. And there is a lot of educational information on the implant and the utilization of different dental materials, such as the Bruxer anterior restoration. Thank you, and see you next week.